You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm a little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 52, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, episode 52. This is the Deck of Cards episode, or a year's worth of shows episode. Uh, Before I tell you about today's theme, I would like to tell you about today's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Penguin Random House Audio. Need something new for your next book club meeting? Try listening. Penguin Random House Audio has the book for you. Need a beach read? Listen hands-free to titles like The High Season by Judy Blundell and Best Beach Ever by Wendy Wax. Visit tryaudiobooks.com slash bookriot for a free audiobook download of Blood Kiss by J.R. Ward and start listening today. So thank you to Penguin Random House Audio. Now, this week on All the Books, Amanda was talking about The Lost for Words Bookshop by Stephanie Butland, and I was thinking how much I love books that take place in bookstores. I've read a lot of them. I plan to read this one really soon. It sounds amazing. And I know I've talked about books set in bookstores before, so then I started thinking about comfort reads. I think we could all use a few comfort reads right now. So I'm going to kick it off with Sweetness at the Bottom of the Pie by Alan Bradley, uh, which I know I've discussed before, and Amanda was reading the fourth one. She was talking about it on the show. I love this series. It's about a young girl named Flavia de Luce. I believe she's... 10? She might be 11. It's She's sort of like if Wednesday Adams and Harriet the Spy were combined. She's a very precocious young girl. Her older sisters hate her. She just sort of hangs out in the house. They live in this decrepit mansion. And it's 1950 in England. And uh, she's a poison expert. She's really into chemistry and she knows all about poisons. And she helps solve a mystery. She helps solve a crime that her father has been accused of. Uh, and they're just, they're really charming and funny. She's really great. Um, but I have to say, I know I've mentioned this, the titles of these books. Like One is called The Weed That Strings the Hangman's Bag, uh, A Red Herring Without Mustard, The Dead in Their Vaulted Arches, As Chimney Sweepers Come to Dust, Thrice the Brinded Cat Hath Mewed. I mean, come on. The newest one. Because there were nine, but now there's a tenth one. It's coming out in January. It's called The Golden Tresses of the Dead. I mean, these titles, you know, it's like modest mouse songs that were titled by an elderly Canadian gentleman. Uh, They're just, they're crazy to me. But their book's so much fun. My next pick is called No Word from Gerb by Eduardo Mendoza. I love this book. I often say, like, when I don't hear from somebody, I always say, No Word from Gerb, and no one has any idea what I'm talking about. Uh, But it's this comic novel about aliens. They come to Earth. They want to learn about Earthlings and check out the culture. Uh, And there's one alien in particular who is sent down to scout things out, or sent out into the world to scout things out. Uh, And he dresses himself as Madonna and tours around Spain. Um, And the captain of this alien, you know, uh, the alien expedition, he's waiting to hear from Gerb because he wants him to come back and he wants to go home and he wants to hear what he's learned. But, you know, time goes by and time goes by and Gerb is having too much fun to, to come back, you know. And But they're not supposed to leave without him. So the captain is stuck, you know, wanting to go home. However, he does have a really big appetite for churros. So he's really happy to hang out and eat churros while he waits for Gerb. Um, it's so silly and fun. I just adored it. So again, that one is called No Word from Gerb. It's spelled G-U-R-B. It's by Eduardo Mendoza. My next pick is the ultra-fabulous Glitter Squadron Save the World Again by A.C. Wise. It's a bunch of really adorable connected stories 
about superheroes who have fabulous style and fabulous outfits, and they save the world from aliens and monsters and all the run-of-the-mill big bads. And the members of this superhero group, there are trans women, there are cis women, there are non-binary characters, and they're just all kicking butt and drinking cocktails and having a really great time. I actually bought this book for the title alone and was not sorry. So again, this one is called The Ultra-Fabulous Glitter Squadron Saves the World Again. It's by A.C. Wise. My next pick is Death by Dumpling by Vivian Chien. This is a cozy mystery. It didn't come out that long ago, a couple months ago, but I figure since it's a mass market paperback, you, you know, it doesn't cost very much. Like, it's worth slipping it in right now. It's about a young woman named Lana Lee. She's just gone through a terrible breakup and sort of a dramatic exit from her job, and she ends up back home working at her family's Chinese restaurant. And she's miserable. She never thought this would happen. And her mother is all excited that she's home. She's going to find her a husband, and so she's driving Lana crazy. And then the property manager of the restaurant dies. He eats a dumpling with shellfish in it, and everyone at the restaurant knows that he's allergic to shellfish, so somebody must have put it there on purpose. Now suddenly everyone who works at the restaurant is a suspect. You know, and so Lana's thinking, like, things can't get any worse. Uh, But there's a cute detective who comes to investigate the crime. And so she thinks that if she can solve it herself, you know, obviously clear her name, but also, you know, cute detective will be impressed. So I, the second book is coming out in the fall, I think, or maybe at the beginning of next year. It's called Dim Sum of All Fears. I love cozy pun titles. Like, I wonder if there's a competition for, like, the best one. Like, they should give out awards for, like, the greatest puns. Uh, So that book, again, is called Death by Dumpling by Vivian Chien. My next pick is Cold Storage Alaska by John Straley. This is a... Well, at first I thought it was, like, a serious crime novel. I started reading it. It's about a guy named Clive. He has been in jail for several years in California, he was arrested for selling cocaine, and now he is out of jail, and he's decided he's going to go home to Alaska, where he grew up and visit his ailing mother and his younger brother. And his brother sort of resents him because he's been stuck there, like, taking care of his mom all this time, and, you know, Clive is dragging the family name through the mud. Uh, and so he goes back, and nobody knows what's going to happen. Is Clive going to be a criminal again? Is Clive going to make amends? Uh, There's a state trooper who so badly wants to bust Clive. You know, he's watching his every move. The Clive's sort of violent old business partner, who he double-crossed, is really mad, and he's looking for him as well. Um, But it's sort of like Elmore Leonard meets Northern Exposure, and it turns out to be much sweeter than I imagined it was going to be. It was really charming, and it it surprised me at the end. I I wasn't expecting it, Um, and so I just I absolutely adored it. I would love another mystery set in this time with these characters. Um, He has a different mystery series that I haven't read, but I should write it down and check it out. So again, that one is called Cold Storage Alaska by John Straley. And my last pick today is The President's Hat by Antoine Lorraine. And it was translated by his publisher by Gaelic Books. Uh, It's uh, set in France. It's about an accountant named Daniel. He is dining out one night, and he looks over in the restaurant, and he notices that the president of France is in the restaurant. Francois Mitterrand, it obviously takes place a few years ago. He is there, and he forgets his hat. The president forgets his hat, and Daniel notices, and 
he could, you know, say to the restaurant, hey, uh, the president forgot his hat, you know, I'm going to leave it here. But instead, he decides to take it home with him. It's a really nice hat. He puts it on, and it makes him feel different. It makes him feel more important. It makes him feel more powerful. And he's beginning to wonder if this hat has superpowers, because lots of things start going his way. And it's just this really cute comic novel. It's very short. Following the hat's journey, it leaves Daniel's hands and ends up in the hands of someone else, and it gets passed around a few times, and it's just like all the adorable adventures that the people have like while they're in possession of the president's hat. So again, that is The President's Hat by Antoine Lorraine. And this week for Dealer's Choice, first I would like to say that I did get a galley of the new Elizabeth McCracken, so if you heard like this really high-pitched squealing recently, that is what happened. It's like I talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago and the galley gods were smiling on me, and so I got that. Um, but I was looking around for something earlier today, and I looked over at a stack of books and I saw The Quick by Lauren Owen, uh, which I don't think I've talked about before, and... I'm just going to say, this book, you either love it or you hate it. But I want to talk about it because I loved it. I loved it. It came out five or six years ago. They were expecting it to be huge and, like, be a series. And it didn't do very well because, like I said, people either loved it or they hated it. There doesn't seem to be any middle ground. Um, but I loved it. It's a vampire novel. It's a historical vampire novel. It's set in 1892. It's about a young poet. He takes a room at a boarding house with an aristocrat, and he disappears. And his sister shows up in London looking for him. It's really gothic and atmospheric, and it is hella slow. It is so slow. Like, if you don't like your books to be slow, this is not the book for you at all. But I loved every minute of it. I am very sad that there hasn't been another one, and I keep my fingers crossed that possibly someday she will write a second book. Uh, but I'm not alone. I know a lot of people that love this book, so I'm not just, you know, it's not just me. But it's so, so good if you can handle how slow it is. Um, because in the middle, like, stuff happens and it picks up pace and it's really great. So, again, it's called The Quick and it's by Lauren Owen. And that's it for me this week. I've done it again. Thank you again to our sponsor, Penguin Random House Audio. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Franzen Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Rebecca Shinsky to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.